2: Welcome to My Brother, My Brother, and Me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. And me, well, I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: I'm, your, uh, I'm your youngest one, Griffin McElroy. Why do we? Why do we laugh? We record these on Just Thursdays. We have no fucking idea what kind of a weekend... Ahead of us, we have. Laughter may not be the order of the day come, come Monday afternoon, but I I don't know, man. May as well laugh when you can, right? Right? Hey, <laughs> all things considered, not a bad week. <laughs> all things considered, not
2: a bad week. Comparatively. 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 All things considered. All things considered. If I you am, were to take all things a, into consideration, not a bad week. Here's what I was going to say. Just I'm going to say this one thing. Okay. Yeah. If you told me one calendar year ago that the week that contained a day that I woke up think with a fever thinking I had a deadly virus then got tested for that deadly virus and I would think of that week as a pretty good week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would have not believed what you were saying. I would not have believed it. But that situation did transpire. Yeah. Everything's fine. Uh, uh, but de- uh, But still, pretty good week. You know, if you had told me when I was a young lad of say eight or nine, that there would come a week where a fly landing on someone's head was national news. So I would have laughed in your fucking
3: face. Fucking funny. And
2: he I would landed have laughed there. in your face.
3: The bug landed there because his, because it was shit and he smelled this shit, and he wanted to eat it and barf on it, which is what That's flies, pretty much dude. what everyone's going with. Oh, so uh, shit. It's fucking good, man. Fucking... I do want to point out two things. One, still very bad things ha- oh, yeah. happened oh, yeah, during yeah, the yeah. week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah, ter- yeah, a terrible, yeah, yeah. terrible, terrible week. But also, it's Thursday at one forty-two Central Time, which is the only time zone that matters to me. I, by the time this episode comes out, we're, we are there are three days, dudes, where t- totally not righteous stuff can, will, yeah, will happen. Uh, yeah, we're
2: recording this several days before, so absolutely. So, I
3: don't know why show. you guys That's- are calling this this fucking wild. I guess it's uh, a <laughs> calendar.
2: I'm going by calendar since last Thursday, uh-huh. Thursday to Thursday, yeah. About a week
3: now, so let th- me say this
2: if the, if we were able to. Uh, cut and paste this week into yeah. say like 2011. This yeah. would have been the worst week of 2011. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, like that's what I'm talking about. But if here, a
3: fly, in, in a fly, 2020, a fly landed on our American vice president's
2: head. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been ironic? Would it landed on Joe Biden's head back in
3: 2010. Oh, now the dots are starting to connect. Thank you, Travis. The fly was a little tiny drone. That's wild to think about. But it's definitely true.
2: Now here's what
3: I'm wondering. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. Are we going to say, man, I hope this isn't true, but like in 2030, we'll look back on this week and be like, nobody can withstand this. You're probably right. Or maybe we'll look back and be like, there's no way that week happened. If I'm still allowed to think in 2030, I will consider that a success. That's right. That will be a, a, a high water mark. That is fair, okay. that is fair. This is My Brother, My Brother, Me. It's a vice show for the modern era. We're so happy to be
3: here with you. We it's got it's a special be... guest, The Fly! <laughs> here the he way? is. I buzz, can't buzz, buzz, believe it. We... I landed dish. on the dude's head because it's uh, his. P- the things they're saying is b- total bullshit. So are but... you voting for Joe Biden? I'm actually, uh, as all bugs are, a registered libertarian. I've heard Jorgensen, like Ken Bone.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I did have a thought, you guys. Can you imagine here we are four years later to be Ken Bone and to look at the news and realize I share the same amount of like public affection as a fly does now. Like in 2016, he Kim is bone. The fly he he was is the, the fly Kim Bone
3: of 2020. The,
2: the fly is the Kim Bone. The Kim Bone is the fly. That must be a sobering realization. I cannot believe... Can we briefly... I'm just going to briefly talk about Kin Bone, who is, by the way, not a good person. No. <laughs> no. Judging okay. by the Reddit history, not a good person, Kim Bone. So I want to say that up front established. Uh, second thing I want to say, can you imagine there was a person who was so hee-haw stupid <laughs> that they couldn't pick who they wanted to be the president. And a real reporter, a paid reporter, was like, I have got to check back in with that dude yeah. and see where his head was at. He was so so absolutely out of his melon that he couldn't make a decision. I wonder where his head is at now. This is a big thinker. I got to see where he's at.
3: A free thinker. A Maybe. Free thinker. Think, of it, think of it that way, Juice." He's free to take his vote
2: and flush it right on the fucking toilet. Okay. Ken Bone also uh, probably doesn't. He probably only owns red sweaters, right? Like he doesn't. At this point, he's a full blown. Yeah, he's a full blown bone. Full blown bone. That's his thing. You know what I mean? Like he only knows how to be Ken Bone. I hope he's doing the con circuit. Anyway, I hope he's not. Because if he is, I'm gonna have to see him, and I'm gonna have to say, I wish they could have gotten the fly. <laughs> Ret- it's too bad the fly is too popular. God, we could do more fly stuff, but you know it's gonna be on SNL and this will come out after SNL. Oh, That so I mean, we're beating fuck. Well, let's call it. Oh, let's call it. This will be fun. We're recording this uh, three days before then. What do you think is gonna, I think it'll be probably a weekend update bit. Fuck. No, 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 no. no. Oh, no, no, no. It's in the intro. Oh, really? It's like they zoom in on the fly and it's like Fred Armisen is back oh, to be the fly. Oh, shit. Oh, that's good. That's good. What if it's like a uh, Godfather kind of thing where uh, they got Jim Carrey? He's playing Joe Biden, and Joe Biden is like sitting at his desk, but it's like, you know, one downward light, and the fly comes, and Joe Biden's like, You did it. The thing I, yeah, yeah, now what can I do for you? And the fly's like, I just want a big pile of shit. Yeah. To to, like do rails of or whatever. I don't, I haven't seen Godfather. And then Joe Biden's like, you got it live from New York. <laughs> it's Saturday, Saturday, night. Saturday night. That's yeah. it.
3: That's it. That's it. Didn't watch. Couldn't bring myself to watch Jim Carrey's Joe Biden uh, because I just saw the thumbnail image. And I was like, I don't think my anxiety over this election is so high that I do not need the, my mayonnaise Ventura in there sort of poking about my neurons, getting them all twisted up, getting me, I mean, busting busting my gut, busting my family's gut for sure. I guess um, I
2: just worry that if I saw it, it would bust my gut so hard that all my intestines would spill out. Yeah, Happens
3: Which sometimes. would be pretty spooky. Oh, yeah,
2: happy Halloween everybody. Uh, all right, What's, all the fly, sexy the fly is gonna be huge this Halloween. Oh my God. Uh, sexy the fly. I mean,
3: fly. What,
2: already, uh, <laughs> uh, what if they get gold? What if they get goldblum? Uh, oh, What if God. they get gold? What if they though? get goldblum? Okay, let's help. Last week, after working at my current job for nearly two and a half years, my boss finally granted me lockup privileges. Nice. That is, of course, if you haven't been in a job for a while, you are allowed to lock up uh, insubordinate employees Correct. until they mm-hmm. uh, do things the subway way. Right
3: in the in the boo boo box. Yeah, (laughs) which is also where they keep the vegetables
2: when he gave me the key he said now don't you lose this and throughout the week he kept telling me to take good care of it at the end of the last day before I was going to open the store by myself for the first time he said you sure you're ready? you haven't lost the key? I got so annoyed that I kind of snapped no I haven't lost it since the last time you asked now I'm sure you can tell where this is going because when I got home I couldn't find the damn key Mm -hmm. anywhere so please how the hell do I tell my boss that I lost the freaking key? (laughs) Do I just not open this door tomorrow, and hope he doesn't notice? How will I ever gain back his misplaced trust? that's from locked out and ashamed. How, oh, you're never gonna, you're never gonna gain back that trust. How
3: did what? you? How did? How could you possibly have fucked this up so bad? I'm
2: so frustrated with you. You got I'll it. Tell you my theory. My yeah. theory. As you like, when your boss handed it to you, it fell out of your pocket as you were leaving the room, like that long ago, and your boss picked it up and was like, "Well." Okay. I'm going to give them a fucking hard time about yeah, this. Yeah, I love that.
3: Bo- That's very possible. The boss knew the whole time.
2: Oh, yeah. Or the boss stole it. Yeah. Um, they, I mean, they caught me if you can, do
3: I have a good, I mean, to use another film reference as a solution, it's wonderful life. Huh. huh. And then oh, every, all your all uncle the, Billy. The, your uncle, your uncle Billy, you lost the key or the money or the key. And so George is like, I'm. Um, this sucks. But then the I'm, whole, fucked. I'm, I'm fucked. I'm fucked, old man.
0: <laughs> I told fuck, my.
3: Fuck me, Billy. I told my boss. You, you fucked me, <laughs> Billy. Billy, I'm fucked.
2: You made me look like a real fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, Billy. <laughs> well, 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 well. You fucked me in the ass, Billy. Um, Billy, I got but, kids,
3: Billy. You fuck. I'm, I'm an angel. Billy, you fuck. You're fucking me in front of my kids. I'm an angel sent by Jesus, but I can't even around all Billy? this. Billy, it's, are
2: you pulling my hair? Are you pulling my hair? Because I like to have my hair pulled when I get fucked, Billy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that, that was a long uh, interruption for what is not going to be a very good idea. But I was saying that all the townspeople who you've helped with your generosity and selflessness over the years will come and give you their keys. Uh-huh. Now, just, unless,
2: those, unless those townspeople live at the subway, girlfriend, it's not going to help.
3: I think that one of the keys will be close enough to fit that it'll open the door.
2: That's true. You could use God's keys, which is what I call a brick. Okay. Smash that door in, and then when your boss comes, you say, I found it like this boss, but I'm not leaving here until it gets repaired. And bad news, somebody stole the key too out of my pocket while I was picking up glass. (laughs) What's bad is like I was gonna suggest that, so that is actually troubling. What, Actually. the smashing the window or the stealing the key? Smashing the window, you put a brick through the window, you reach around, you open it, and they're like, they got they got you, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry boss, oh, but they got you. They got God, you again, funny. a classic prank, um, the old window brick.
3: I have, can I do a yahoo? Yeah, I love that. This one was sent in by Stephen. Thank you, Steven. It's Yahoo answered anonymous Yahoo Answers user. So I mean, oh, gonna...
2: Sorry, real quick to jump back. You should tell your boss you lost it because yeah. the satisfaction they'll feel at that will what a gift! Yeah. It'll be so overwhelmingly positive for them.
3: Uh, Brandon asks, "Stupid Power Rangers question." Oh, uh-huh, <laughs> yeah. No such thing but go on. There are no su- There's no such thing as a stupid Power Rangers question. Just stupid people. Just
2: stupid Power Rangers.
3: Stupid actors. In the beginning of the show, when Zordon needs new Power Rangers, why did he Uh ask for teenagers with attitudes? Wouldn't it be better to get some guys that have formal special ops training? (laughs) It just seems irresponsible.
2: No. Oh God, that is a stupid, I'm sorry, that is a stupid question. Obviously, Zordon wanted to be able to train them himself. Right, if you get people special ops training, they're gonna do it the way they've been trained.
3: Okay, but Zordon doesn't ever pop out of his like hollow hologram display and is like, "Let me show you teens how to do a real bicycle kick." (laughs) This is where to put your hands to snap a man's neck. And that fucking robot's not teaching them how to do how to do their moves. Alpha Five, no way, no way. So they just like they have their little power coins. And that that gives them all the training they need. Zordon doesn't teach them shit. So a little bit of like endemic, systemic fighting knowledge in mm-hmm. a, in a stable adult like with a with a four hundred one k like somebody who is financially independent oh. and you know has has their just they're very confident in themselves. Okay, Griffin, let's try
2: that out. I'll okay. be the adult with formal special ops training, like yeah. I have, and you are Zordon trying to recruit me to your Power Ranger group, I okay. guess. Okay.
3: Toadie, I am Zordon. I know that you know all kinds of cool fighting moves and you have a yeah. big job with the city and That's an true. apartment in the city. You. <laughs> Are in a long term dating relationship.
2: Yeah, it's getting pretty serious.
3: And you, your fighting abilities are—they exist, and you can do them. Yes, I so, can. So Rita Repulsa is back, and she's what? got all of her gooey guys too. Okay. They're bad stuff. And okay, we, what do you want me to do? Well, I'm going to. I'll let me fucking finish. Okay. I have this little power coin, and it lets you turn, it it p- changes your clothes into different, like a superhero clothes, and then you will get sometimes a dinosaur robot. Huh.
2: Well, I like the dinosaur robot part, but yes. like, what does it pay?
3: I don't, I told you about the power coin and the dinosaur robot.
2: No, I know that, but like, you will as get you mentioned, a... I have an apartment, I need to pay rent, like, what's what's the
3: pay? Excuse me for a moment, Tony. Okay.
2: Can my girlfriend's kids come hang out yeah. at the power base or whatever? Because sometimes I and like, what's parking and like, what's the healthcare scenario? I actually up... watch them. She goes to night school. So I actually watch them yeah. a lot of the time. They're so cool. Like, yeah. Most You can give them like a Paw Patrol coloring book and they'll be fine. <laughs> they'll be fine. Or make them, uh, what's it? Power people or yeah, whatever?
3: Can they be like tiny power people? Wait, why like... didn't I think of that? I can just make- Everyone on earth power people. And then yeah. and then Rita's really fucked, isn't she? Good well, luck. We you you thought you.
2: about like restructuring. What's a robot for? I mean, no offense, robot, but like Well, sometimes the gooey guys get real big, Tony. Uh-huh. Do you think Zordon's ever like, you didn't lose your morpher, did you? <laughs> did you? Did you? Promise me. Uh, Yeah, Zordon, sorry. My mom found my morpher and she used it, so now she's just flying a pterodactyl around. My mom found my morpher and she thought it was a bong and she grounded me, <laughs> Zordon. Now I can't do any crime fighting today. So thanks so much, Zordon. Thanks so much. Please FaceTime my mom. Please take my mom on a date so she will Zordon, be... I need you to seduce my mom.
3: <laughs> Zordon, Zordon? seduce my mom so she'll leave the house and I can g-
2: foil Rita Repulsa's plans H- once again. How many
3: fucking times do I have to tell you, Dad? I mean, Zordon, <laughs> oops. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, oh. Zordad. Uh, Fuck. Sorry. Uh. Happens to me all the time. Get the fuck out of here, Alpha. I'm, uh, get out of here.
2: What is the robot's name? Isn't it Alpha 5? It's Alpha Five. Alpha as I Five. Said. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Do you think that Power Rangers ever asked Zordon to, for help with their homework? Yeah, yeah, probably. There was, probably. There's an Alpha Five's a robot. Just do my. Hey, listen. Here's the deal. If you want me to fight reader Repulsa, you got to do my homework for me, Alpha Five, because I can't get it. They're gonna these kids are gonna be so busy fighting crime. Yeah, they're gonna go to college and they're gonna be like, so anyway. Open your books, and they're like, "I never learned to read. <laughs> I was too busy punching a big, I don't know, octopus thing." Uh, hey, Zordad, how how do you ask a girl on a date? Ah, uh, you just teleport her to your <laughs> science station, and give
3: her a big coin. I don't, I don't think that's okay. Well, that doesn't seem right. Have you tried showing her? Your Xenon crystals. No. <laughs> no, I, 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 think, I mean, not without consent. I didn't think she would like my Xenon crystals. I think if I did get visited by an angel of Zordon's and uh-huh. they offered me to be a grown-up Power Ranger, I would probably, and like they would give me a coin that let me transform into cool suits and get a dinosaur robot. I still think it's gonna be a no. Like as yeah. neat as that sounds, it's it also sounds like, a great a great deal of work for what as Justin pointed or as Travis pointed out one of you fucking guys pointed out is an unpaid internship with a space yeah, with a space alien
2: and if i'm being honest i mean i'm 36 years old almost 37 i got two kids but the truth is being a Power Ranger is a level of responsibility I don't think I could handle, and yeah, I don't yeah. even mean like fighting the bad guys. I mean, those Zords look pretty difficult to pilot. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah oh, I think yeah. I fucked that up pretty bad, and I don't think you can get insurance on those dang things. It's just that Rita's gonna
3: keep sending her gooey guys. So right. Like, okay. if we, I, it, it's easy for me to like say no, I don't want this responsibility, and somebody you know braver with me with more free time. Would say yes, but I guess that makes me a bad person. Shit. The
2: no. teenager thing would have made sense if he had only gotten homeschool kids. Mm.
3: Okay. Go go, Mighty Morphin
2: homeschool kid Power Rangers. Now why? Because is that? then it's like they have incredible, like adult shaped bodies, lithe, powerful, in the prime Gross. of their lives. Okay. But they also like don't have to be in school. They could just sort of tell their mom, like, listen, mom, I'm gonna go. I don't know. Actualize or something. What a homeschool parents. That's like to it. To yeah, do that? yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah. That, that kind of I'm going to meditate. Hey, weren't the big bad Beetleborgs like literally 10? We actually, um, Travis, I got a letter. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I got a letter from podcasts that we ha- are, we as a podcast have talked about Big Bad Beetleborgs, the maximum number oh, of Oh, we used up our Big Bad Beetle it. quota. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
3: we did. It looks like um, in 2022, more slots are going to open up, Trav. So, m- oh, so like episode si- like 623 or so, if my math adds up, maybe we can. I'll save it.
2: What we are doing is entering into sort of a cap-and-trade situation with 99% Invisible, which, to my knowledge, has never talked about Big Bad Beetleborg. Yes, right. that's the other so 1%. Buying, that's the 1% yeah. right there. We're buying some of their credits. Uh, in exchange, we have to plug uh, the 99% Invisible City, <laughs> the new book yeah. from Roman Mars, and 99% Invisible. We have to plug that. And then they, in exchange, uh, for talking about their the fantastic book, we're going to like get a few credits to talk about Big Bad. Okay, Beato why Bro. was the house haunted? Doesn't that seem like a hat on a hat? Yeah, you're you're fighting things in your Big Bad beat a crossing, but also your house is like a haunted house. What the fuck?
3: That's really how you're going to... Huh. Well,
2: that's how okay. I'm going to use it. You guys let, me try, let me try this. Okay. Uh,
3: boy, howdy. The genie character sure looks offensive, but I can't put my finger on <laughs> to which I think peoples. it's only to
2: Jay Leno. It's offensive to Jay Leno's. Wow, he I... does
3: sure look a hell of a lot like... Joseph Leno.
2: <laughs> it's a good amount.
3: The uh, Yeah,
2: it's a good amount that a flabber looks like uh, Joseph Leno. It does kind of look like someone said, hey, can you draw Joseph Leno from memory? And they said, <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Do you think the Power Rangers ever went to Zordon's secret cave when there wasn't stuff to do and they just wanted somebody to talk to? Yeah. With so- I'm not really comfortable with this. <laughs> this isn't like a social thing. This isn't. I, I have other things that I, I don't think you did. I have my own friends. I like to separate work and home. <laughs> I'm binging justified. This isn't my thing. No spoilers. I'm only on season two.
3: Now leave me in my giant bong. <laughs> my parents have been fighting a lot lately. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Do you oh, want Oh, what's to- that? Oh, Rita's attacking the oh, no. aquarium. <laughs> Do you want another to another mammoth robot? Uh, <laughs> let me see what. Hold on, let me see what I got in the back. Okay, um, I'm gonna send you to the moon. Is that, looks- that anything? We got a. I got a plesiosaur robot back here. Will that help with your parents fighting? <laughs> Probably. I don't think so, Zordon. I'll
2: I brought Tommy you. back from the dead. How does well, that make you feel? <laughs> <laughs> huh? It's Fine, wild. I guess. Okay. Uh, here's another question. I was out on my lunch break, running a few errands, when I spotted a taco truck. It honestly sounded amazing, so I pulled over. A few problems though. Truck was parked in the parking lot of fire station, and everyone in line had matching shirts. Who was this taco truck only for the firefighters and everyone working there? How do I get
3: in on this lunch? That's from Desperate for Tacos in Des Moines. This is this is boys. This is a choice cut. This is a this is a. Quandary that I feel like nobody has really tried to solve. So, like, I feel like we have an opportunity right here to to plant our flag in this fertile ground.
2: Now, I'm going I'm going to give the question asker the benefit of the doubt and say that if the food from said truck had been given away for free, that would have been mentioned in the question, right? So, yes. I'm going to assume that this wasn't like ah oh, the the chief paid for lunch for everybody or whatever.
3: No, it's the the, the here, There's a food truck here, and yeah. they're selling their food, and you can come and get it. But there's a this is clearly a function. This is clearly a firefighter function. And but, but there's what's the harm in? Yeah, it's a business. It's you know, a they, business. They do mm. want to
2: make money. Now, here's where I would feel bad if we're being honest. I hop last in line thinking like, well, I'll go last. And then some other firefighters line up behind me. Yeah. And they're waiting behind me. Do I need to rotate back and stay in the back of the line because I'm not a firefighter? Mm,
3: I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Or else you're not going to get your your great, you know, kimchi fries or whatever it is that you're getting from this food truck. Honesty. I wouldn't. Please. I, I wouldn't do it. Well no. But I'm afraid of firefighters. Yeah. (laughs) This is I I wouldn't do
2: it because I'm afraid of doing the wrong thing in public. Yeah. Um, so I I would worry that I would get up there and someone somewhere on earth might think, Well, he shouldn't do that. And and that and then I would melt into the ground and die. Um, and um, and, and it's so also, that's what I need to avoid.
3: With a food truck, there's always the concern that you hand them the money and then they just drive off, drive away. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. that's happened to me so many times where I go, I'm like, ooh, a, a nice uh, uh, gooey burger. I'll take one, here's $15, here's vroom, mm-hmm. gone. Every, it's like every time. Every time? Yeah, I'm starting to think about it, guys. It's every—I've never actually gotten food out of a truck. They always huh. take my money and just drive right out. You
2: know off. what, Griffin? Now that you mention it, yeah, there's not as many food trucks here in Cincinnati.
3: Yeah, but
2: yeah, every time, huh? I did. I I actually. I, They've got a new one called Bite Me. It's a food truck with Asian street food type stuff. You got wait? And, you got food trucks in Huntington? Well, sort of. It was in Barbersville. Uh-huh. I was parked outside the Family Dollar that used to be a Rite Aid. Uh-huh. You know, glow up upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> I drove up. I drove. Uh, I drove up there, right? And because I wanted, I saw on Facebook they were there, and they are moving around a lot. So I was like, I'd love to try this truck. So I get in the car and I drive up with my family. I put my family in the car. Okay. Okay. That's your and first And I drive mistake. up there. I get my mask. I think, well, you know, we haven't had any sort of dining experiences uh, in terms of like sitting in a restaurant or anything. And I'm not going to sit in this truck, but I feel like it's fairly safe for me to roll up there with my mask, get me some food, eat it in my car. So I drove up there and I go to the guy and I walk up to the truck and I'm kind of standing there and he's kind of looking at me. And I'm kind of looking at him, and he's got a Legend of Korra T-shirt on. Nice. That's not relevant. Just I want to get a little color in there. Yeah. And I'm with, I'm kind of standing there like a dummy. And then eventually he's like, as if he doesn't know why I'm there. It just occurs to him, and he's like, "Sorry, we are sold out of everything." Oh. And it's like I I, I am me, so I'm instantly. Uh, mortified that I have bothered this person who no longer has food. So I start compuls- compulsively congratulating him on such a nice <laughs> sales day. Normal. That's wonderful. I, yeah, I was just checking, Uh, you you win. Uh, I just had to stop by and say, <laughs> I, I heard that say, you did it. And I just wanted to confirm, he, you did it. He said, and then he said, we won't be here next week, but we'll be here the week after that. Now, I want to say two things about this person's business strategy. One, they did not tell me where they would be next week. Mm. (laughs) So there's other places I can go to. You saw my car. It's five feet away. He would not reveal to me where he was going to be. So it might have been a secret firefighter only invitational is the one thing I want to say about this. The other thing I want to say is like, when you ran out of food in your food truck, and you've told people where your food truck is. Yeah. Shouldn't you, at that point, drive <laughs> drive away to a different location? Your restaurant is empty. It's no longer a restaurant. Now it's just a truck mm. with a picture of a walk on the outside. Please drive away. Please don't make me walk up to your empty truck. That would be like me walking up to... At, at that point, I'm walking up to any truck. Yeah. And just expecting to You got to food? Hey, you got food? Well, and here, Justin, if I might suggest a food truck saves you, like if you're in a restaurant, right, you have to wait for food uh, supplies to be delivered to you. If you run out of food in your food truck, might I suggest driving to the store. Yeah. Just go get some more food. And then come back and keep making more money. Do you think
3: one of the toughest parts of owning a food truck is investing in a really good hiding place for your food truck. Because <laughs> yeah. it, and you, can't, you can't be able to, people shouldn't be able to see it. Yeah, If it's not, if you aren't slinging right. bergs. So like you need, it's a truck, so it's big. So like getting garage space for it must be pretty tough. Oh, you think it's that, just like a big tarp that they throw over them? I'll or? tell you what I do, Griffin. Yeah. Palm fronds. Palm fronds.
2: Yep, yep. That way, anyone comes by my house, front of my house what's that, it's just a big pile of palm fronds. Nothing to see here. Hmm. Just some palm fronds.
3: That Korean barbecue truck is covered in palm fronds. fronds. I'm not following the aesthetic, (laughs) the theme. Justin,
2: I want you to know, It really bothers me, and I want to admit I can't quite put a finger on it. I don't know that you did anything wrong, but something about getting in a car to drive to a food truck is weird Mm. to me Yeah, because I was under the impression that the business model was such that the reverse was true, but if a food truck parks somewhere and then says, you have to come to me, I feel like maybe something has gone wrong. I mean, you're not wrong but then, if that's the case, you've limited—they've limited their audience to a Venn diagram of family dollar employees that would love a bond me on the go, Yeah. Right. which is not—I'm not saying is zero, but is that a sustainable business? I don't know. Well, then, what about drive it around, maybe play some music from the top to let people now know you're talking. coming? Now we're talking. And you just run out of your front door, and get a bond me. Do you
3: want bond me's? They're so crunchy, crunchy, green. <laughs> now go on. <laughs> I don't know that I can do this again. We have pork flavor and have tofu, Queen. <laughs> tofu, queen. okay. Was there a comment? Yeah, here? important question. <laughs> yeah, we got it, tofu, Queen. It was that was a sort of interjection, an, an, an interjectory Queen.
2: I'm tired of giving away free money to other businesses that don't deserve it. I want to make some money for our business that deserves it.
3: <laughs> that deserves
2: it because we're we're. Promising young people. We're doing and we our best. Truck. Listen, if I could drive around in a truck and podcast, I would. I mean, fucking Alex Jones
3: seems to have figured it out. <laughs> Let's go to the money's up. There.
2: Squarespace. Deal with it. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm oh, sick what? and tired of being nice. And it's time to get real. You want a website. You don't have a website. You don't even know how to make a website. Squarespace knows how to make websites, and they will help you make one. You could showcase your work, sell products and services of all kind, and promote your physical online business. It's 2020. How many times do I have to tell you about Squarespace before you get off your duff and then put your duff down in front of a computer and go to Squarespace while your duff rests comfortably in a chair? That way, you can get to Squarespace's beautiful, customizable templates created by world-class designers, everything optimized for mobile right out of the box, analytics to help you grow in real-time, free and secure hosting, and nothing to patch or upgrade ever. And then, once you've built your website, pick your duff back up, move it back over to where it was, maybe the couch? I don't know. And then sit and wait for a new season of your favorite TV show. I'm going to say Mindhunter. I don't know. Go to squarespace.com slash mybrother for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code mybrother to save 10% of your first purchase of a website or domain. Then go on Twitter and let's talk about the new season of Mindhunter. <laughs> Travis is l- really lonely out here. On the yeah, I mean, yeah. I've his- been trying to get. I don't even know if there is a new season of Mindhunter. I don't know when it's coming out. I yeah. could have said. Sens- I don't even know what Mindhunter is 100%. I know. Groff's in it I think I think
3: the groff's in it And I groff, could have said sauce.
2: supernatural And instead but I said mindhunter. And, and I'm kicking
3: myself I do appreciate adding a little spice travel variety To, know, what, to yeah. what is typically a, a a sort of supernatural stew That you cook up week in week out On this mm-hmm. podcast uh, Quip also is sponsoring this episode And they have electric toothbrushes Hell yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, Fuck I'm,
2: yeah
3: I'm, I feel like we're coming at the listener's pretty hot and heavy in this well, I'm trying to? I, you know what, people need, sometimes they need like fire a fire under their doves, Griffin. Talk about Sh- their doves hey, a Hey, show, show me your fucking teeth. Whoa. Show me those fucking hobgoblin teeth.
2: <laughs> okay, now you're getting mean. I was trying Pop to- Pop like, out your
3: grill, let's see them.
2: Ew! You no, know, Griffin, <laughs> You
3: need like a- <laughs> to clean those! No, you're trying to energize, Griffin, not, not like insult. Oh, uh, let me try. Let me see your fucking teeth. Whoa! Uh, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> well, you need to maintain those using equip a smart electric toothbrush because they have they've gamified oral hygiene in a really fun way because they've got a new smart electric toothbrush that can get you great perks as you form good brushing habits, things like free products, gift cards, and more. And there's a, a smart brush; it's for adults and kids that connects to the Quip app via Bluetooth and it tracks how well you brush and you can get More tips More like on White b- Tooth. Sorry? More like White Tooth? Say again? Like More white like White tooth. tooth. Cause it'll turn, cause yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, Trav. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you get it. So yeah, it'll track how good you're at brushing and then it'll give you things like free products and gift cards and discounts from Quip and their partners and- uh, Yeah, if you already have a Quip, you can upgrade it with a smart motor, which uh, lets you keep the features that you know and love and get all these other cool things. Uh, You can get brush head, toothpaste, floss refills, delivered from just five bucks. So start getting rewards for your brushing your teeth today and go to getquip.com slash mybrother right now to get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash mybrother, spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash mybrother. Quip, better oral health, made simple, and rewarding. Finally, there's a point to brushing your teeth. I know, right? i yeah. My dentist is going to be fucking psyched. Video
2: games. Video games.
0: Video games
1: by me, Kirk Hamilton, me, Jason Shire,
0: and me, Maddie Myers.
1: You can find Triple Click wherever you get your podcasts and listen at
2: MaximumFun.org.
0: Bye.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I want to munch. I want to munch.
2: Munch, <laughs> munch host, do uh, host, munch. <laughs> okay. Um, the welcome munch squad. It's a, uh, it's a podcast within a podcast profiling the latest and greatest in brand eating sunset. It, it's sunset. Yes, sunsetting. Sunset I believe. Yeah, it's in the twilight years of this bit. Until <laughs> so I come up with a better bit, <laughs> which you wouldn't think would be that hard, but here we are. KFC is going to introduce new signature dipping sauce nationwide on October 12th. And as the crow flies, my friend, that is possibly the day you're listening to this. Kentucky Fried Chicken announced Thursday that it is launching a new signature dipping sauce that's sure to make fried chicken fans rejoice. Introducing KFC sauce. Hmm. Hmm. That's A signature sauce that's tangy and sweet with a bit of smokiness, specifically designed
3: to pair with crispy tenders.
2: It kind of seems like they threw a lot of flavor words in
3: there, huh? That's great. You get umami, umami and umami (laughs) mixed up in there. I like it. Uh, When we set out to create a new signature sauce,
2: We went right to the experts, our customers, to find out. Now, hold on. (laughs) I've eaten a KFC, and I'll tell you right now, I am not. You're a fucking tourist. Don't call yourself a KFC customer. I mean, I... Well, there was a time in my younger years... Oh, sure. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You could- we went to our customers to find out what made a sauce best in class for dipping. It needs to be that- viscous. Yeah, it can't be so wet that it just runs right off the tender. <laughs> but also not too solid. No, I want to be able to put the tender in. <laughs> the tender has to be able to
3: enter the spicy liquid.
2: <laughs> it is weird to think that dipping... The physical act of dipping was the primary concern, not the eating that would follow. No, that's no, from, no, that's secondary. If you get that primary thing wrong, and you can't, you either can't get the Tendo in there, or no. the Tendo don't pick nothing up. Well, after that, friend, what it tastes like don't mean nothing. Uh, that that that's from Andrea Zakominski, the chief marketing officer of KFC US. I, you know what? A lot of times they put the chief marketing officer in these things, and I kind of find that frustrating because, like. Their whole job is to sell stuff, so how can I know I can trust yeah, you? Yeah, right. You know? wow. Give me, I give want... me the head of R and D. Yeah, I want to. I want an impartial person that doesn't care if I eat it or
3: not to bring me my news. <laughs> you know,
2: they're just trying to get me to eat I it. Wanna, I want
3: to. I want to know what flavors they tried to put in the sauce, but. Couldn't quite make it work. I want to know their shortcomings.
2: Well, our our first idea was chicken-flavored sauce. We figured, let's enhance it, so we just ground up a bunch of chicken. It's just like eating the chicken, you know, except much wetter. But then the problem was people just slurped the sauce, and they left the salad chicken alone, and we said, this is too dangerous for any one man to have. (laughs) They came in and said they don't want the chicken anymore. They just want the sauce. It was too powerful. We had had buried it in a bunker underneath our HQ where it shall remain and be studied by top men. Until
3: Rick and Morty does a fucking hysterical chicken sauce episode. (laughs) Andrea continued,
2: we went through 50 iterations and the response to this recipe was overwhelming. I'm assuming that response was, please stop making me eat this fucking sauce. (laughs) Just let me see my family. (laughs) Let me sleep for fuck's sake. (laughs) It's been 10 days. Beginning october 12th in all kfc u.s restaurants what a logistical effort this is fried chicken dipping fans which apparently exists uh can enjoy the new signature kfc sauce along with a newly revamped core sauce lineup of classic ranch honey bbq and honey mustard in addition to kfc hot sauce yes oh thank god i was afraid you weren't gonna say the hot sauce you know yeah Those who love dipping do indeed take sauces seriously. Some going so far as to deem chicken an edible spoon for sauce or a vessel for flavor. That's a fucking sentence from this rest release. I kid you not. Hey, why did you guys stop hanging out with Derek? Oh, you'll never believe the bullshit he said.
3: <laughs> I know you know Derek says a lot of bullshit, but the other day we were eating fried chicken and he said, "Yum yum, edible spoon vessel flavor flavor vessel," and I had to get the fuck out of there as fast as I could and get the I kids haven't out. Haven't
2: seen him since. I left. I left Gene there. I haven't seen her since. I don't know what happened to her. I don't. I miss my wife. I'm so scared. For, for many, forgetting the sauce is a meal ruiner. In a recent survey from DoorDash, 75% of Americans say their meal is ruined if the sauces are forgotten. Oh, boy. And 20% say sauce is the single most important part of a great fried chicken meal. Okay. Sometimes I just get a bag of sauce. Can you imagine being put into a position where you, a human being on the earth, has to try to come up with an opinion about the most important part of a great
3: fried chicken meal?
2: Um. Yeah, it's the chicken. It's the flavor it's, it's of the chicken,
3: chicken. How good it tastes to eat it.
2: I let me. Okay, listen. I like dipping. I I don't know who the profile of this person is. I don't know who this person is who's like, oh, why do I get a fried chicken? Thank you so much for asking. Uh, I like to put it into things. Yeah, I like to. I like how it's a spoon you can eat, and I'm a dirt bag. Luckily for those who love dipping, oh. KFC's extra crispy TM tenders are perfectly designed for dipping, and el- in the sense that they're edible yeah. and physical, uh, they're perfectly designed for dipping and elevate the overall sauce experience. The hills and valleys created <laughs> by KFC's extra crispy breading <laughs> form off. little lakes of sauce on every tender, <laughs> making the final bite crispy crunchy and bursting with flavor and you know if you're eating kfc it may very well be the final bite (coughs) (laughs) period so who knows the wild topography of these crunchy boys Uh, what's that oh it's a hidden cavern full (laughs) of delicious sauce oh and a dragon's gold i'm sir david attenborough (laughs) observe the gazelle as it gallops through the different nooks and crannies uh to celebrate this is it is amazing. I'm at this point of this press release, and I'm not even the part that I was really excited about. To sell, <laughs> to celebrate its new signature KFC sauce, KFC's head chef Chris Scott created three KFC charcuterie oh recipes. Yes. Oh boy, you can yes. try it. I home.
3: was waiting for it. So far, I was like, this is informative and interesting, but not that wild. Where's the actionable
2: part? Where's yeah. the part that I can do at home? Well, good news from Chef Chris Scott. Uh, <laughs> Who under K- duress developed these <laughs> recipes. Yeah. K- he has, as terms of his resignation, <laughs> created <laughs>
3: as his final act. Well, upon the KFC, submitting his charcuterie recipes was handed a vial of the antitoxin for his family. <laughs> he printed it on the back of his resignation letter. <laughs> K- they're KFC
2: charcuterie, it doesn't trip off the tongue, but you get the idea, right? KFC charcuterie, yeah, okay. border recipes, you can try at home. <laughs> charcuterie doesn't have to be all cold cuts, cheeses, and crackers. No, it's- sure. It can also be delicious comfort foods like extra crispy tenders, secret recipe fries, and indulgent sauces. That's just a meal. From- yeah.
3: <laughs> that's, that's one of Colonel Sanders' standard meals.
2: You know, charcuterie doesn't have to be meat and cheese. Sometimes it can just be a bowl of oatmeal. (laughs) Sometimes it can be a child's laughter. (laughs) Or uh, just some loose grass you picked up from the ground and sprinkled on someone's car. Charcuterie doesn't have to be all cold cuts. It could be watching half of episode two
3: in your hotel room while you're drunk.
2: It could be anything. It could be
3: a fucking Toyota Yaris. Get out of (laughs) here.
2: They are both fun to create and to eat. And I know around my house, we are definitely in need of some creative ways to break up the monotony of meals at home. Oh boy. Okay. Oh my fucking kids. KFC charcuterie. Oh Oh, my fucking kids. Oh my partner. Oh, it's so fucking boring. (laughs) Please (laughs) KFC. The process and assembly of a charcuterie board have become a creative outlet for many and has recently become a social media phenomenon. On TikTok. Oh, Videos associated with the hashtag, hashtag charcuterie, have been viewed more than 224.8 million times. And many popular charcuterie creators have gained notoriety for their elaborate and mouth-watering creations. You know what, I'm going on TikTok right now.
3: If you see, Trav, Trav, Trav. If you see uh-huh. anyone doing a funny Fortnite dance on there, you make sure to let me know.
2: I'm not seeing any KFC yet. Okay, let me just scroll down. Oh, Fortnite dance. Yeah, what's which one? I'll tell you what I did see before I saw KFC was somebody making a McDonald's charcuterie board, and it looks like they figured that one out all on their own without any recipes. (laughs) They
3: didn't need a press release or anything.
2: Huh. Here's a Chick-fil-A charcuterie board. Oh, no. What's on on that? Uh, (laughs) Chick-fil-A food. And a little New Testament. Okay. I wish it was easier to keep track of whether or not it was permissible to eat Chick-fil-A at any given just moment. Just go ahead and assume no. Yeah. That's a, a safe assumption, isn't it? Um, one easy way to remember how to find this podcast is just go to KFCRcuterie.com Oh, Justin. And you're going to find Justin. that I fucking snagged it from um. <laughs> But ba- I not You know what? I'm gonna make it redirect to Bojangles. I just oh my decided that God, instead. Justin, I'm gonna do that or Zaxby's. No, you know what? Zaxby's. Okay. That's what I'm gonna do. Uh, let's see. The charcuteries are the KFC Little Dipper, a snackable com- combination of KFC Extra Crispy Chicken Tenders, Secret Recipe Fries, paired with your favorite dipping sauces. So that's just. A meal. A meal. A meal from KFC. KFC. And with a sprite on the side. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, there's also the Kentucky Game Night Trio. That's Kentucky Fried Buffalo Wings, KFC Extra Crispy Tenders, and Secret Recipe Fries, complemented by KFC Sauce, and grocery items like blue cheese, fresh (laughs) celery, and more... (laughs) It's an admission that with a little bit of work and some products from your local grocery store, you could make this palatable. Um, Listen, we've talked a lot of shit about KFC, but KFC, if you want to partner with me for like a Travis McElroy meal... Like a brand, like Travis McGraw, he's pretty cool. And we're going to make a meal that is, this is what Travis McGraw eats when he comes to KFC. I will happily do that. I I will do that, please. This isn't, you have not done the legwork on yum brands, Travis. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to tell you this, but you have not done the kind of research into yum brands that you would need to. Oh, are you saying you have to commit to something like that? Oh, are they, wait, Justin, are they shitheads? Everybody is. Oh, man. Twist. Ugh. Uh, so that's the that's the scoop on the KF charcuterie. Uh, you can make that at home, I guess. What they're saying, what they're really saying with this, if if I could just be so bold, what they're really saying with this is put it on a plate. Yeah, put it on a plate, and you'll feel better about a how wooden are going. a wooden plate. Maybe, uh, and I, uh, this is going to mean different things
3: to different people. Arrange it. Okay. Interesting. Speak on that. What, what so Travis I, Travis, do- just explain how to do that in a way that screams class. Uh, I
2: would take the tenders and kind of do them in, like, an alternating, like, log tower, like you would uh, perhaps Jenga, maybe. Oh, and that's going to pour- look real good. And then just pour the sauce down the middle so it fills it up. Okay. That's funny, Trav. Yeah, and then put a little roof on top of it. And then maybe sprinkle it. Uh, this is—I don't know how this will work with it, but like with icing sugar, so it looks like a snowy wonderland, and then maybe add some mm-hmm. little like marshmallow snowmen. Oh, um, maybe glue some M and M's on there. Uh, okay. a little Santa Claus. What were we talking about? Uh, yeah, I, mean, uh, I was about to
3: ask about? a question. Unless Griffin has a Yahoo. Yeah, I mean, oh gosh, we should address this one. It was sent in by Graham Roebuck. Thanks, Graham. It's an anonymous Yahoo Answers user who I am gonna call them. Denise asks, Ah. how can I make my dad like corn?
2: Oh, Griffin, C or K. K
3: C or K, C or K, C or K. It's a C.
2: okay. All right. Good. My my 100% dads like corn theory still holds. (laughs) With a K. Yes, right. yes We need to. You.
3: We need to be able to, it is so fucked up that these two, I'm trying to teach Henry the phonetic alphabet, and it's yeah. so fucked up that these two letters do the same fucking thing. It's the same thing, it's pointless. Get rid of one of them, make them fight in the winter. I think C should get to stay, because C can do a lot of other stuff. K is always-
2: Oh! C- no, see, what I would say, Griffin, so yeah. what
3: needs to happen is C needs
2: to stay in its lane, stick with that, well, I guess that it's the S sound. We have an S for that, too. We got the S sound, see? Maybe get rid of the C. We have the K and the S. They are doing their individualized jobs. Okay, anyway. Okay. What if we just started pronouncing the band's name Cahorn? <laughs> corn. <laughs> corn. Help this
3: person. How do they make their dad like corn?
2: them some corn while they're eating
3: corn. Um That's-
2: I want you to hear the difference.
3: Okay, there's a lot of great ways I can tell you how to cook corn. Because my-
2: if I say it wrong and say, I like to eat corn, <laughs> then I'm going to jail.
3: <laughs> okay, there's lots of good ways to make corn. I, yeah. I, I for me, my, for my money, nice elote. Now sure. I'll eat that, I'll eat that. But I'll eat I it like, on the co- I like me a cornbread. Corn okay.
2: Oh, it's sweet. You know what I like? Cornbread, you put some broccoli in there. It's
3: really I don't, great. I don't think we can extrapolate quite that far, Trap, because I think you could say, like, well, there's corn syrup in your in your airheads that you well, you love to eat. No, I,
2: I understand that, Griffin, but I'm saying cornbread, uh corn like tortillas, uh like these thing your corn flakes, these are yeah. pretty corn direct. You right. know what I mean? You I don't s- think it's like saying you don't like eggs where there are so many different versions of eggs, it's hard for me to believe that. Right.
3: Um, Justin, you got anything on this one? I
2: have a really good Mexican street corn empanada at uh, Nomada, that bakery in Huntington. Yeah. Uh, that would be a great place because there it's served up on a little, first off, it's vegetarian. I love that. Uh, and also it's served up, there's just like eight pieces of corn on it, really. Okay, so it's kind of like you wouldn't even. It's like I do with my kids. Like you didn't even know you were eating corn. Oh,
3: it's not now, inside. It's not inside the empanadas? It might be. It might be hidden from me. An adult. See,
2: you. <laughs> but to I watch can that. see. There's visible corn. If yeah. your dad
3: thinks you're tricking him, oh god, dads hate that. No, dad, they hate dads do not like deception of any sort. So I you remember got, one it,
2: time, my daddy was eating a cake that I made him, and yeah. he was just about to take a bite, and then he peeled the layers apart and he found a piece of broccoli in there. Yeah, and he didn't talk to me for two weeks.
3: I would tell you that happened to me in school where everybody was doing like science fair projects or something like that. And then one, one girl came in and gave everybody brownies and we all ate the brownies. And she was like, did you like them? They were all made out of green peppers. And I wanted to be like, Hey, one of us could have been wicked allergic to green peppers. Pretty Thank risky you. gamble. You just did there, Katie. Damn. <laughs> also Gross. Get my fucking fucking permission. Green pepper is my least favorite vegetable. And I do not like. No, you don't mean that. I do not like psychically the idea that I liked it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not willing to change my mind about that, Katie. Okay.
2: What is your least favorite vegetable, everybody? My least favorite. What's your least a, favorite vegetable? I think a lima bean. It's hard to choose because, by and large, not good. <laughs> not good. <laughs> That's yeah. Not true. I love those green things, man. They make me feel powerful
3: and strong. I think I think peas are like corn's evil nephew, and they taste so gross, and they ah. have the texture of the texture of the the, the the casing never quite goes away. It sucks, man. You don't want to hear about my life. Yeah. I wanna know Justin's least favorite vegetable. French cut green beans. I think they're fucking vulgar.
2: <laughs> I wanna talk about, when we're talking about vegetables, I found a new one that I like this week. Oh, oh boy! This is a story from my life. People are always asking us to share our stories from our lives. Yeah, we stay yes. on topic too much. <laughs> it's true. It's a story that happened to me this week. Uh, Blue Apron, you know I love Blue Apron. Yeah. Uh, they they uh, There was a recipe this week or, the, or last week, I can't remember now, but cause time is uh, meaningless and uh, it had, sometimes Blue Apron does this to me where they'll get me hooked on a new ingredient and I'm like, whoa, I'm wild about this stuff. And I can't get that at my house. No. They don't have it here. And this time it was delicata squash. Oh yeah. Was this the butter chicken and squash? Oh yes it was. Yeah and This delicata it was. squash, it roast, roasted up so good. Oh my golly, I, lo- I was wild about this stuff. So then I'm putting in an order at the grocery store and I searched delicata squash, and it doesn't surprise me that they don't have it. <laughs> in and fact, one, the website crashed. <laughs> one thing that they did have was an assortment of five squashes in a bag. So I bought that, <laughs> and then it showed up, and I somehow missed the part on the the, the, the the listing for the item, or maybe it wasn't there, I don't know, where it said decorative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Decorative squashes. Mm-hmm. So then I got a problem. My problem is... One of them kind of looks like a small delicata squash, kind of like I I ate before. And I don't want... They're real squashes, but I don't want to be... So now I'm like, could I hook you guys up and eat you? (laughs) But I don't want to be the guy that goes to the hospital for eating something that, like, fucking says decorative (laughs) on the back. So fast forward, I'm now the kind of guy who has, like we're the kind of household that has a bowl with a bunch of squash in it to celebrate the season <laughs> arriving. And I always wondered how that happened. How does that happen to you? That you just end up like, I gotta get some decorative squash for the season arriving. And if this
3: is how it happened to me. Maybe they'll stick around and not go bad, I don't know. They're or, decorative. Or maybe in a moment of temptation, you will eat them. Justin, I, I, th- I don't think you realize the bigger revelation right now is that in your house, you have v- vegetables and foodstuffs that are good for eating. And then this special, like, Wilbur and Charlotte's Web. Like, these gourds have been given a <laughs> reprieve.
2: This is, <laughs> what you've got here is you have a fish in a goldfish bowl. While over here, you're making some tilapia for dinner.
3: Yeah. Right? Have, this you is have, what, You have pet betta fish at the red lobster restaurant you work at. Is fucked up. Those gourds have to watch you eat. Vegetables. Better than the alternative
2: though, isn't it? Well, yeah, but it kind of seems like you're saying, don't fuck up, gourds. So this could be you. Gourds is saying my other vegetables, be more beautiful than <laughs> <laughs> seasonal. You know, every vegetable is decorative depending on what you're into. That's what I'm saying. This is what is so challenging to me. Do you want me to not eat these gourds? You have to say not for... It also doesn't say not for eating. <laughs> it,
3: it doesn't say recommended decorative. <laughs> right, exactly. I, I've got a farmer coming over tomorrow, gourds. And if I get the green light,
2: <laughs> a you're, going in, a,
3: you're going in a fucking casserole.
2: Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. We hope you've enjoyed yourself. We sure have loved being here with you. I want to ask a quick favor of you. Well, Justin, before you do that, I want to ask you a quick favor, because I want them to listen to one of my favorite podcasts. Oh, my God. A podcast called The Besties.
3: Oh, Tell me about it. I Everything. listen
2: to it, no joke, every week. It is my brothers, Justin and Griffin, as well as Chris Plant and Rush Frustick, Um, And they talk about video games, but they talk about video games in such a way that I, a video game enthusiast that knows nothing about like current video games events, finds fascinating they tell you about games that are coming out, things you'll be interested in that you've never heard of, plus great discussions about games that you love, and it's not just like tearing the games apart, it really teaches you about like the gaming industry, teaches you about the games that are coming out. There's so much going on now with the console wars with the new generation of PlayStation mm-hmm. 5 and the next Xbox, and hearing you guys talk about it has made it make a lot of sense for me. Uh, I listen to it every week. And you know what, even BB likes it because she thinks you guys are very funny. That's so nice. You can find it on Spotify. Uh, So go there, listen to it, subscribe. It's out every Friday. I do not miss an episode, highly recommend it. Thanks Travis. Thank you Travis. You're welcome. I don't have anything anymore. Oh, what were you gonna say? You stole my thing. Oh, you were gonna talk about your own podcast? (laughs) ghost <laughs> uh, the, uh, the adventure zone crystal kingdom is now available for pre-order that is a graphic novel based on the arc of the podcast yeah we did, did it again the com. that's coming July 13th 2020 one, 2021, th- be- the future. And I believe I have personally guaranteed in other venues, and I will do so here, that you will be able to enjoy that graphic novel in a crowd of people, and all will be safe. That was a big cold shot <laughs> a old big cold Justin. shot from me. But, oh, he's uh, pointing at the miss- stands where there's lots of people sitting close together. <laughs> Uh, we got some new merch out. If you haven't gone to macroymerch.com and checked it out, you should. We got a new pin of the month uh, that is based on the phrase Tiger on the Table, designed by Sam Schultz. Uh, and the proceeds from that benefit the Marshall P. Johnson Institute, which defends and protects the human rights of black transgender and gender nonconforming people, as well as the Sylvia Rivera Law Project, which works to guarantee that all people are free to determine their gender identity and expression. Uh, we also have a new Candle Nights ornament by Lynn Doyle that is super cute as well as a Candle Nights wrapping paper by Justin Gray and this little jump scare pin of Justin doing the jump scare from the so TV good. show. It's, it's so really good. good. Uh Also, speaking of books and things you can order, uh, we wrote a how-to podcast book called Everybody Has a Podcast Except You, and it's available for pre-order now at Uh, We are uh, working this week. We like are recording the audio book. Uh, and we're narrating it. And let me see, just reading again, it's pretty funny. i remember a really good time reading it. Okay. And I think you will too. It comes out in January, pre-order it now. And in January, you can learn to make a podcast that you're proud of and enjoy reading a book. It's two things in one. Did you mention that we now have a thanks for vibing and keeping it tight shirt? Sure. Do we? Is we that do. up? Um, That's new. Check that out too. Macroy merch and then pre-order the book at MacroyPodcastbook.com. That is a funny situation because we didn't say that. It was on a jumbotron. So we had to reach out to the person that said that funny thing in a jumbotron to ask them if it was okay to make a t-shirt. And we told them we would give them money for the t-shirts and get this. They actually requested instead that a portion be donated to the Young Center for Immigrant Children's Rights. So what's up? Best fans in the world said it before. I will continue to say it. Um, that that's it, right? Yeah. Done? I, have, I have a yeah. final. I have a final. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah John Roderick. In the, the long winter season, he's on the park. Of the, park of the, the, of the, the days, day's day to bed. Day
3: the bed. Thank you, John. Thank you to Maximum Fun. Okay, so uh, this one's uh, this one's sent in by Stephen. It's oh man, it's asked by oh man.
2: Who's it asked by Griffin? B yacht
3: chick. Oh boy. This is, it guys, Yahoo will tell you how old the answers are or how old the question is. Right, Griffin?
2: Is it uh-huh. possible that it's B yacht, chit like a yacht?
3: That's probably it. Okay. Um, this one is from, and it says this one decade ago. Whoa! Wow. Isn't that wild that they would say that and not ten years ago? Dude, if this website thing. stays up for one hundred years, will this say <laughs> one century <laughs> ago? <laughs> <laughs> this question from Millennia's Past. From the Mesozoic era, this one comes and it says, what are some exercises that don't give you yucky musculars? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: oh, I <was> I <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's Travis McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. (laughs) This has been My Brother, My Brother, May Kiss Your Dad. Square on the lips.
1: MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported. Do you like mysteries? Are you a fan of teenagers? Do you enjoy the struggles of lonely middle-aged men? If so, may we recommend a TV show for you?
0: Dicktown. The show is called Dicktown. And I'm John Hodgman. And I'm David Reese of Dicktown.
1: Our show, called Dicktown, is available now on Hulu.
0: John plays John Hunchman, a former prodigy child detective who used to solve mysteries for his classmates in North Carolina. Now he's all grown up, living on a shabby houseboat, and still solving mysteries for teenagers on Dicktown.
1: And David plays David Purefoy, my former bully and nemesis, and now my driver, Muscle, and only friend.
0: There are mysteries popping off all over the place. The mystery of the controversial cosplay. The mystery of the maybe
1: boyfriend. The mystery of the mumbling rapper. And there are celebrity guest stars. Popping off all over the place. Zach Galifianakis, Kristen Shaw, Paul F. Tompkins Anna Conna, H. John Benjamin. So many stars. So please go to bit.ly/dicktown. That's b i t . l y slash D-I-C-K k t o w n. That'll take you right to Hulu, where you can watch all ten episodes. Right now.
0: John Hodgman is in full Wikipedia mode right now. Just go to the link and watch Dicktown and thank us later.
1: Yeah, we made a TV show and called it Dicktown.
0: (laughs) It's the only good thing that happened this year.